0: Welcome to InBed with Neil Moody. I'm Neil Moody, editorial hairstylist, Instagrammer, YouTuber, etc., etc., and throughout my 25-year career in the fashion and beauty industry so far, I've been lucky enough to have met and worked with some amazing and talented people. My InBed with Neil Moody podcast series focuses around the professional and personal life stories of some of those individuals who also think outside of the box. I hope to give you an insight into their world, what they're up to, and where they're going next. So welcome to this launch episode of In Bed with Neil Moody. My guest on this episode is my dear friend, the wonderful Wendy Rowe. Hailing from Essex, Wendy is one of the world's leading makeup artists in the fashion and beauty industry who not only has a successful career painting the faces of some of the world's top models and celebrities, but has also published her own book, Eat Beautiful, launched a cold-pressed juice for the skin, and was also recently appointed as global creative director and makeup artist for Max Factor. Wendy came to my place in London with her dog where we chatted on my bed about her career to date and what she's up to right now. This launch episode is also the only available interview from the series to view on YouTube and Instagram TV on my channel, Neil Moody, and Wendy's Wendy Rowe. Hi everyone, so I am here with my gorgeous friend, Wendy Rowe, and this is the very first episode of my podcast series, In Bed With Neil Moody. And also, this is going to be the only episode that will be recorded for YouTube. So if you want to watch it as opposed to just listening or watch us, then you can watch it on YouTube and Instagram TV. And we're also joined by Wendy's gorgeous dog, Teddy Rowe, who is... We Jenny. all love. Oh, we it's a bit I know. So, hi, Wendy. Hi, <laughs> Neil. <knew. laughs> Thanks for joining me on, on my bed. Yeah, we time. love that. I know. So, when well, let's get straight in there. <gasps> um, so I'm going to start with a little sort of like for everybody, just to give them, for anybody that doesn't know who you are, and if you don't, why not? Yeah, why well, uh, not? <laughs> but um, I just want to ask you, so where did you grow up? Um, Teddy's messing with Where questions. <laughs> <laughs> he likes playing with them. Um, where did you grow up and what was your childhood like?
1: I grew up. In Waltham Abbey, in Essex.
0: <laughs> um, is that actually, actually in Essex, Waltham Abbey? Oh, yeah. it mean, is. Yeah, it? yeah. it's on
1: the it's on the borders of Middlesex and Hertfordshire, so it's right on the cusp. It's near open forest. I went to a regular comprehensive school. All mm-hmm. right, um, oh, don't mind us, Teddy. Teddy's leaving us. Yeah, now. Um, Shall we get him down? Oh, he's all right there. Yeah. yeah. Um, I went to a regular comprehensive school. Um, I, it was pretty, like, quite normal. My dad was a structural engineer. My mum worked at the co-op, the shoe stall, mm-hmm. um, and that was it, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, a, you know, it was, you know, it was quite outside-y, I suppose, you know. We used to go a scrumping and blackberry picking because it was quite, you know, it's yeah. quite country and it was a little town, but it was very easy to get into um, central London. Yeah. Like 15 minutes, really.
0: Mm. And did you go into London a lot when you were young? Yeah. yeah. I mean,
1: I only wanted to work in the West End. <laughs> That's it. I just wanted to work in the West End. Yeah. Um, that was my dream then. Mm. And I did work in the West End. Oh. And now I live central London.
0: Well, so, yeah. yeah. So, would you say you're more like your mum or your dad? Mm, I have traits of both.
1: My mum was definitely the creative one. My mum was the one that made all our clothes when we were kids with my sister, so we both mm. looked the same. Um, How oh, did she used it, to
0: dress you identically?
1: Yeah, uh, but even down to bikinis, my mum would make. Bikinis, but made out of nylon, because there wasn't any lycra then. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, long dresses, stuff like that. So my mum was the creative. She was the one that used to bake, um, my, knit, crochet, everything like that. I can't knit or crochet. Right.
0: Um, she was just very sort of proactive with
1: stuff. Yeah, you yeah. know, she was, she was always making something. And my dad was more of the logic... You Know he was more of the technical, more of the uh, mathematical, would you yes, say? mathematical and structured. Yeah, which I like a structure, um, as some of my friends would know, <laughs> but it's a random structure, yeah, so it's a bit all over the place too. But it needs mm. to have a, start. a chaotic structure, yeah, it needs a start, middle, and end.
0: What was your first job?
1: I mean, I've had
0: many trials. Well, I know. Well, I've actually sort of... Do you remember we were talking earlier when we, before we started? And I said to you... Um I know you've had quite a few jobs because it's a standing joke between you and us as your friends that you've pretty much done every job that there is known to man. You'll, be suddenly, <laughs> be ch- you'll suddenly be chatting with Wendy and you'll go, "Oh God, I went." You know, I went to I don't know. It could be like a hat shop. shop. I worked in a hat shop. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I actually haven't worked. But yeah, I've done loads of jobs, and a lot of them for not very long. my I had, right? So um, short. Yeah, maybe shoot spurts, maybe just once. I right. might have done something, you know, like for one day. My first job when I was at school was I used to work down Roman Road Market. Right. Uh, when I was 14. Were you shouting uh, three for a pound? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it was like Lacoste, I was selling, Oh, okay. Yeah, Lacoste T-shirts. Yeah. be like over here over here uh, One ninety nine Lacoste t-shirts can we get in Lacoste t-shirts brilliant yeah so yeah i done that so you
0: learnt to project your voice quite yeah, young
1: yeah quite yeah I mean at first I was really embarrassed like, yeah. oh, and I was like oh my god I'm never going to sell anything and the more I sold the more money I would get so obviously I got into it so you're working
0: on commissions
1: yeah, yeah. well yeah and you know you got basic money but they give you more because mm. they you know if you've done really well so yeah so that was my first job And I used to get up really early on a Saturday and a Sunday Mm. um, morning, Teddy Row, like about five o'clock. Right. And then travel into, Form Essex, I used to travel into um, Roman Road in the East End. I used to do that and leave Valley Market on a Sunday. Yeah. So, I mean, I remember telling (laughs) some. I remember doing a press thing once and we was in, like japan or something like that and i said to them they said what was your first job and i said i was about 14 and then they said to them they, they are horrified yeah that they so thought it was like child labor i was like no i wanted to do it i yeah. wanted that money to yeah. do my own thing and not have to ask mum mom and dad for anything yeah because i wanted to do what
0: i wanted to do hmm. yeah i think you might be sleeping on there but oh, oh, oh. there you go yeah <laughs> very small slight adjustment of pillow yeah um so what was your first job when you left school then? Because obviously that was more oh, like yeah. a, we, I mean, I had a little job when I was 14. I used to stack shelves in the local supermarket. All oh,
1: right. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you know, it's good It's good to have a job when you're a kid. Yeah. But I don't think you're allowed to do that anymore, Probably not.
0: No. Isn't it? Slave lady.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I had quite a lot of money. I felt like well, I was yeah. loaded. I had like £100 every week. Well, I remember because I wanted <laughs> things.
0: And my mum and dad would be like, well... We can't we, afford that. We give you pocket money, but we can't afford the things that you want. It's like so, £2 yeah. versus 100
1: I don't yeah. know what we're gonna do. Get yourself a little jump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um when I left school oh, I was on the youth training scheme. Um I done studio graphics mm. which I only done because I went to the careers officer and they said to me, What do you want to do? <laughs> and I'm obviously there wasn't anything on there that I thought I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But it says studio graphics, and I only took it because I thought it was working in a TV studio. <laughs> uh, I didn't realise it was a studio, was like you could have a studio, and not a television studio. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so I've done that. So it was um, technical drawing, and we've done layouts for loads of ads, lots of fashion ads, done all of the um, stuff for Body Shop for colourings. Yeah, so that's what was my first job.
0: Mm. So, you going back to what you were just saying about you thought it was a TV show, did you have a bit of an obsession with TV and radio? Because <laughs> yeah. I did,
1: yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, liked, so I, I, li- I liked anything <laughs> if I thought it was like um, TV, film, dance, singing, anything like that. Mm. Yeah, I w- wanted to do something like that, but nobody gave you that chance. No. I didn't say. Oh, well, I did want to go to stage school, and we talk about that. Didn't yeah. you go to stage school?
0: I did uh, drama as a kid, and I actually used to have singing lessons. I yeah. mean, yeah. Sounds like a kind
1: of sort of posh family. You know, not I that posh. Uh, uh, no, I went majorettes, and was really awful. Ooh. Um, brr, brr, yeah, yeah, I went majorettes, but they we were all kind of like, Crimpling outfits and not nice socks. Oh, I didn't of, like that. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah it, like well, it wasn't. It all made out of paper and mache and stuff, I felt mm-hmm. like. Yeah, so that wasn't very good. But, um, yeah, I wanted to do something involved in any of the Performance. Things. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't know what what it was.
0: Yeah, I was kind of the same. Because, I mean, me and my friends, we did... Um...
1: And here we are now. <laughs> we are, uh,
0: performing. Yeah. <laughs> now me and my friends, we formed out well, what we thought was a band when oh, we were 14. Okay. And we I wrote the songs. Not going to tell you the lyrics because they're quite embarrassing. <laughs> oh, but I love that. We put a demo tape together and we sent it to the Top Forty show on Radio oh my One. Oh, i love
1: that.
0: To and the presenter was a uh, radio DJ at the time called Tom Brown. Is and there um, a new one called Tom Brown? There might be now. I, th- I think there's a designer now called Tom Brown, isn't there? But yeah, Tom Brown was the. Oh, that's yes. right. He presented. <laughs> yeah, no, that he I presented uh, this the. Radio on Top 40 on a Sunday. Yeah. So we were like, if we send it to him, we'll get a hit record. Yeah,
1: but th- because that was the logic though, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's a bit like, if I write to the Queen, I can go and meet her. <laughs> yeah. You know, if yeah. I, you know, I'm going to get a blue Peter badge, so I'm going to do a drawing because then I'll get a blue Peter badge. I actually did get a blue Peter so badge. So did I. Oh, high five about that. <laughs> but you know what upset me about that was I thought it was going to be like the ones the presenters wore which was like the oh, ship yeah. and it was just a round little bag yeah
0: with the ship within it yeah, right. yeah.
1: with competition I, you I know, do you know?
0: remember I which know. one it was I remember mine was the Expo 75 competition oh my god no I don't know
1: well, <laughs> I, all I know is I drew a picture of um, Henry VIII because I was really into <laughs> history because I was so fascinated by people being killed and like, people being married and why yeah,
2: uh,
1: yeah so I, I, I like to draw portraits maybe coming back to the same thing of what yeah. you know I do now so yeah yeah, i drew a portrait
0: of him for the benefit of anyone watching or listening who doesn't know what blue peter is because oh, yeah. it's a very british thing it was a, it's a tv show and it still goes on now does isn't it? it yeah apparently and it was for kids and basically it was just a bit of a how could you explain blue I peter No, well they had dogs yeah they had do- animals dogs oh. dogs were always on set with them. yeah didn't they? they had because a garden they had a garden so they do a bit of garden yeah a little
1: bit of some sciencey thing, yeah. a little bit
0: they'd help you make presents for your mum, yeah, your dad. yeah. You
1: always need, always needed a um blue roll holder or washing up bottle, which yeah. obviously you never had, yeah. and you'd be like, Oh, mum, can you just, can just have that washing <laughs> up bottle? She's like, No, I've finished it by the time they've finished yeah. it. It wasn't, it was about yeah. being
0: quite resourceful, yeah, though. yeah. I remember they used to have a, th- a thing that always used to make me laugh, so when it was Father's Day, they'd be like, Right, we're going to help you make a present for your father, and it'd be like, All dads and uncles out the room. And then when it was Mother's Day, yeah. it would be like all oh, mums and aunts out the room. Oh, That's right. what they used to say while they showed you how to so make I a So I
1: don't think there's shows like that anymore, is there? I think it's
0: a little different, but I think. Are there
1: shows that you. I mean, I love a craft show. Mm. So I like any making things shows like The Bake Off or yeah. like um, Christie's Craft. You know, you know, she does that for crafting for Christmas, oh that. yeah, <laughs> uh, anything like that. Uh. Anything where you
0: can make stuff, oh. basically. Yeah. But
1: then I need to buy everything, and then if it doesn't go right, I think, oh, that was crap. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not good at that. Yeah, apart from knitting, yeah. <laughs> I'm really You're not good at knitting. No,
0: I'm rubbish at knitting. I wouldn't no even try that. Okay. So when <laughs> did you first decide to actually do makeup? Then, when...
1: Um Well, my friend. At when school... did you
0: go? I'm going to pick up a brush.
1: Well, I just like models. I just like looking at model pictures, you know. In pictures, magazines. Yeah, magazines. And of, like, um, pop stars and everything. Because everyone had a look, didn't they? You yeah. know, like When we was at school, if he wasn't a modern romantic, he was a mod or a skinhead or a rude boy. Yeah. Or you were something, you know. belonged to a little yeah, crowd. You know yeah, anything? and there was, like, Boy George, Duran Duran. You know, we just come out of the kind of ziggy stardust and all of that Mm. kind of era so everyone kind of had a look and and it just interested me and then i loved looking at magazines looking at models Mm. you know i liked what the clothes that they were wearing and stuff like that so i used to do projects i found one actually (laughs) and when i done when i was 10 and it was on fashion right and um it talked about all the different trousers you could wear and it was like pegs jeans or cords
0: <laughs> Flares. yeah
1: yeah
0: and high-waisted low-waisted yeah and yeah. then
1: and then i'd done a bit of, uh, of a project because they used to have it in like smash hits and more i suppose just 17 because that was the
0: which magazine. were our teen magazines yeah. at the time
1: and um they had in it how much everything cost and where it was from. Basically the same now, but obviously on a, a high street level. Yeah. You know, and um, yeah, I liked that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, then I suppose that's why I was interested in it. I didn't really understand what went into it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to be a part of something to do with that. So, so my, what
0: did you do to go and find out what how to get into
1: um, it? Well, I... My friend was a hairdresser at school. Um, he was older than me, as my sister's year. He was four years older than me, and he, um, you know, there used to be like hair shows. Mm where it was like a fashion show. It was touching on that nearly a yeah. fashion show. I mean, now we wouldn't think there's nowhere near a fashion show, but at the time, that was the it nearest like thing. It. You know, it was a competition. Yeah. Everyone would get glammed up. Oh, also, I did work in the hairdressers on the weekend I have just found that out. She did do a bit
0: of yeah. hairdressing. Yeah,
1: um, on the reception, but I was dyslexic, so I couldn't ever spell any words there, so I just used to scribble it in. Um, and... Um, it was in Barnet, and it's a funny thing, I've got to tell you this, because the funny thing was, the name of the salon was Cutting It Fine, <laughs> and the guy that owned it was called Stephen Fine, which I find really uh, funny, so, anyway, it fine. so I was always, a, I became a hair model okay. for some people, Yes, yeah, so I'd go to the show, so that was all, kind of, that was starting to get involved in it, he was a hairdresser, he was older than me, he had. He was gay, I mean, mm. which was kind of like, Wow. Yeah, at the time. Well, yeah. you know, and um, and fun. So, obviously, I was friends with him. And um, he... You um, us you're a like, laugh. Yeah, you were a laugh. And, and <laughs> like, loads of fun things going on, clothes-wise and hair-wise. Yeah. So, he went to Paris. He had a boyfriend and he moved to Paris and he started doing magazines. And that's what I knew, session work. Mm. And so, he said to me, why don't you go to college? And there's this college I've found. Because I never really got any exams. Um, and he said, um, why don't you go there and then you can be a makeup artist and we can go on trips together and we, you know, it would be fun. And, you know, obviously I just wanted to write for Linda Evangelista and Chris <laughs> Templeton and yeah, All the shift. top yeah, supermodels, All because that's um, all I cared about. And they were the best and I knew that. And so I did it and uh, I did the course and then it was really hard <laughs> then i didn't know what i was harder oh, than you expected oh yeah. i didn't know what i was doing there was no internet so it wasn't like you know you had to find out what an agent was yeah um and the only way you'd find out if you looked at the credits in the magazines mm-hmm. which was like the face at the time and id lit. yeah and ID, yeah mm. And um, Sky um,
0: Magazine um, yeah.
1: and Vogue, of course. Yeah, yeah. But that was kind of I was more into kind of musicy, fashion, oh, okay. yeah. And so, um, yeah. And then, then you'd like call them or write them letters, and then get an appointment to see them and show them your work. And in the end, one of the girls, it was Camilla Arthur at the time. She said to me, "What you need to do is take a photocopy of your best picture." and write a letter to everybody that you want to assist. But it was very hard to find out what people's work was like because there was no internet. Mm. So you kind of just really had to have seen stuff in a magazine that they'd done. Mm. This is the only way you knew who they were. Mm. And, um, oh yeah, I don't know how you would find out.
0: What an interesting process uh, though. She's like, take a picture... Yeah, and send that out with in a letter. letter,
1: with a letter. Yeah. yeah, and then I did get.
0: Um... <laughs> you doing that now? Oh.
1: Oh my God. I mean, <laughs> i would be quite impressed if someone done that. Well, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, yeah.
1: Um, and um, yeah, and I probably sent out about fifty letters, and like three people replied, and um, I'd done a couple of jobs with them, and that's how it all started, really. Mm-hmm. And I lived in Paris for three months with my friend. Um, that, so
0: after you'd done the course you then went to Paris, Paris. I went
1: straight to Paris of course throwing myself in the deep end because obviously Paris <laughs> is where fashion is and mm. that's where I needed to be I couldn't speak French I hated it um, me and my friend fell out um, because, <laughs> so it went well then. yeah it went well but I thought I'm not coming home because I'm not going to be defeated yeah so yeah. I stuck it out and uh, yeah and then I came back and then i, and I done that and then I, and then I really got into doing music mm. I assisted a few people and then I just started doing music stuff. I think my first ever job doing makeup, because I do a lot of tests for models and and like young actors and actresses that needed like composite cards which mm. I don't think they have any more which are like pictures of you different pictures of you so yeah composite. just to show or what folio, you look like yeah. yeah and I used to do them and they used to pay a little bit of money God
0: we used to have those did you used to have one yeah I used to have one with Neil Moody yeah I, I did and yeah and had like a little yeah
1: actually I should look for oh, mine oh, like. God I don't
0: even know if I've got one oh I feel I, I have got them somewhere mm.
1: and and um, my first job was for a photo library and it was just a guy and a girl like sitting there having a drink. And, you know, like, and like that. yeah, they probably went like that. It was more like, you know, didn't know the camera was looking at them. And I remember I got paid 50 quid and that was like a load of money at the time. Mm-hmm. You were like, and, yeah, and I hallelujah. thought, oh, I thought, I'm going to drink myself to a Chinese. <laughs> big time. Big time. Like, hit the big yeah. time. Whatever we'll Chinese. Chicken chow
0: Yeah, chicken chow may. <laughs> so you did the three months in Paris, yeah, and then you came back, but then eventually you eventually ended up going to live in Paris properly, didn't you? Yeah.
1: Um, well, basically, I got an agent eventually. Um, Do you after, remember who, who was it? Um, it's my same agent. Oh no, actually, that's a lie. Um, my well, the okay, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Spin it out. Uh,
1: yeah, you. I did have an agent. I my first agent I got. I never actually got one job. So that was where I started. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. so that was that. Then I was with Marina Jones, which doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And that's when I started doing music. And then I moved to Debbie Waters and Karen, who is my still my booker now, and that was over 25 years ago. Mm. And she was my booker there. And then she opened her own company. But she turned around and told me that... Teddy, sorry, <laughs> is moving around again. Um, she turned around and told me and just said... Right, okay, um, your career, you've gone as far as you can go here. You need to move country. And I was like, what? She oh. was like, you need to live in Paris. You need to go to Paris now. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know anyone in Paris and I don't speak French. She was, she was like, like, I don't care. She was like, you need
0: to go. So I started crying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I was a bit like... Oh. She was like, nothing, you're not going to move forward if you don't do this, you know. And, and I was like, okay shit really right. looking back um i mean it was quite brave of me really i can't... had a great
0: bit of advice from her Like, i think she'd to paris yeah I mean... she, she
1: was like nothing's going to change for you here you've done what you could have done, you need to move. Mm. And I was like, okay. Because back in the day, what used to happen was you lived in London, you've done Paris, and then you went to New York, right? Mm. And that's how it went. And that's kind of part... Although of I skipped Paris, completely. Yeah, I just went Andy, straight to New York. Yeah. <laughs> Andy, for some <laughs> No, so I was in Paris, I got an apartment, I didn't speak French, everything was really difficult. It was... I was quite I was quite miserable there to be honest. Mm. But I did learn about food and I did learn about wine, a lot of drinking it actually. Mm. But <laughs> I knew about good wine because you know I didn't yeah. at first I didn't really work that much and it was quite hard. So yeah, busy drinking. Who yeah, really <laughs> <drinking. laughs> you knows? Drama sorrows. Right. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, so then Earl came to live with you, didn't he? Yes. Yeah, he was a really good friend of ours, Earl Sims, who's a hairstylist.
1: So he got the agent that I wanted in uh, Paris. In Paris. Um and I got another agent, but he never got a job in Paris. But he had a wonderful time. <laughs> he had a great <laughs> and agent. Yeah, yeah. And So he ate like, lots of food and drank yeah, as well. Yeah, And then obviously I did start working, but there was, like, loads of things about living in France, like, you know, well... Trying to get a taxi and you have a big kit is like a nightmare. Mm. Like speaking on the phone in French. I, obviously, I can speak some French. It's mm. not good <laughs> <laughs> by any means. I'm much more fluent when I'm drunk. I'm really
0: good. At a bit like my Italian. Drunk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really good at well, no, you know, I, a you morning. know.
1: Obviously, I, I'm as well, I'm not like embarrassed about <clears> getting <throat> it wrong. Yeah. But um, yeah, I lived there for four years in the end. Yeah. Um, it got better towards the end. Mm. Because I could speak more and I knew my way around. And were you
0: it, working but... more by? Yeah, long, yeah, I
1: was working more.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, but it was you know when you work in France, then people used to show up ten, <laughs> you know, coffee, <laughs> yeah, and then we'd like have you know lunch, then have wine, yeah, you know, and then you'd sometimes would be there till like, two o'clock in the morning, yeah, doing a shoot. It was it was a very different way of working, mm. and they wanted makeup in Paris where when I left here no one wanted makeup but it was all about grunge hmm. and so i learned my skill there really well um, sort of
0: on the job in a way yeah, right? yeah
1: yeah yeah because because i i had to you know come from london also you were kind of a little bit uh, they quite liked the fact you were from london yeah so you probably got more chances there hmm. people are not were not very open in the uk hmm. or in london if you didn't fit into a clique then you wasn't really doing it. It's definitely
0: quite cliquey, isn't it? Yeah. In a way. But then I think that does actually happen everywhere. But I think you're right. I think Paris is the least.
1: Do you think... I think New York is the least. I don't know. It has its moments. Yeah, yeah. I think. but. (laughs) (laughs) But I think there's more opportunities in New York.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You
1: know.
0: So you were in Paris for four years. Yeah. Can you remember what year it was when you left there?
1: I've been in New York for 14 years. Right. Do a mouth. Because i
0: won't. Well, that's... So that makes that 2005. Oh, so... No. But you didn't... But you, after Paris, you came back to London for a bit, didn't you, first?
1: Well, I never really left London.
0: Right. But yeah. Um, so you, you always had your place here. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, but, yeah, so I never really gave it up. Just people would stay there and stuff like that. And mm. so... Yeah, I always felt like I had a form of security that I could always run back to somewhere that spoke the language. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, so and then I moved to New York, which I thought was going to be very different to what it was when I got there because being everyone, one you know like you was living there sure. doing really well and like people would say to me oh my god it's like you know a car comes and picks you up and, and I was thinking wow well, I mean they yeah. don't do that anyway we saying, yeah you well, get craft I mean,
0: services at yeah yeah. yeah craft
1: <laughs> services which means catering yeah. um, and I was a bit like oh wow it sounds amazing anyway I got there and it's a bit like Right. Okay. The car. Yeah, it was a car service because I thought that was what I was gonna get, and I was, I was staying in a really tiny, smallest room in the world like where the heating pipe <laughs> behind my head when I was sleeping. It was really like not.
0: Do nice. you know what the amount of times I got burns on myself from those pipes oh, in New York? Cause it was just like, literally you like wake
1: up like a raisin, like, <laughs> like, and it's like the really smallest little single bed in the world. And um, I got there, and obviously I didn't get any work. And, was that in Manhattan you were in? Yeah, yeah. in Chelsea. And then um, I didn't get any work. And what I used to do was um, go to... Well, I realised you had to get to the back of the queue. Yeah. Is that is the ATM, or what do they call it here now?
0: Cashpoint.
1: Cash point. Yeah. Um, yeah, get to the back of the queue, babe. You've just come here. Do you think you're going to get all of mm. these things? No way. Yeah. You need to earn it. And like, so then I, when I realised that, I was like, oh, here we go again. Yeah. <laughs> Small fish in a big pond. <laughs> so again in another country. Um, and then um, I used to go to every single gym. I used to get free membership for a week, you know, trial. And I used to go to every single gym in Manhattan. <laughs> uh, and I was, I was very healthy. Because yeah. <laughs> I had no money. Um, and then I started to work slowly.
0: But Is that around the time you started to assist Dick as well, Dick Page?
1: Oh, no, that was way before um i that was even before i moved to paris i was assisting dick. Oh, yeah i assisted him for the shows um i assisted quite a lot of people i assisted kevin i assisted pat um kevin o'quan yes kevin O'Kwan, Pat, pat McGrath. McGrath. <laughs> and yeah and um and pat and dick were like the nicest people and uh, the most fun to work for mm. and i just um dick just asked me to be his first and so i done probably about five seasons which is two and a half years Mm -hmm. first of all i i took myself around the world to do the shows and i'm probably just break even like it wouldn't cost me anything uh but i didn't make any money but it was just something i had to do do you know Mm -hmm. what i mean Mm -hmm. and then i got on a team and then dick asked me to be his first and then yeah so that and then after that that was some comms like okay you need to you need to do this on your own, and you need to move to Paris. Oh right, okay,
0: so that was just before you went to yeah, Paris. Yeah,
1: yeah. Ah, because I wasn't
0: sure whether you went to work for Dick when you moved to New York. No, it?
1: no, it was uh, mm. no, it was way before. Yeah,
0: because Dick was in New York for years by like
1: yeah. that point, wasn't he already? Yeah, yeah. And um, I mean he he was a really good mentor. Number one because he was funny, yeah, and he's a great makeup artist, yeah. And he was, um, and he didn't really have much makeup, but whatever he carried with him, he could do anything. Mm. And I wish I could be like that. I just not <laughs> <laughs> quite
0: resourceful. Yeah, I like he? that. I yeah. like, I liked that. Yeah.
1: And he, and he, and he changed things up for me. He's like, um, you don't just need to do what what it says it will do, or we use it where you think you should use it, or you can make your own colours and stuff like mm. that. So that really kind of made me th- start thinking, because I was never really conventional anyway. If someone said to me, you can only do this, then I think, well, I want to do that. Yeah. So that really uh, gelled with me. Yeah. Dick
0: made, made you go, actually, you can do that. Too, yeah. Break yeah. 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 right the rules. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. And, and, and Pat was kind of doing that as well at the same time. And, mm. um, and Kevin, I didn't assist for long, he was very uh different, because I thought he was going to do that role, sculpture makeup, which kind of is what the YouTube um people are doing these mm. days, but he never wanted to do that when I worked for him, he wanted to do, like, Pat and Ditt's makeup, which really right. wasn't his style, so yeah. it was a bit like, oh, okay, um, yeah, it was different. Because
0: he was more 80s, wasn't he, yeah. Kevin? It was like, that was his... He was amazing. Golden period, wasn't it? And then, obviously, Pat McGrath and Dick Page—they are more. They started in the nineties, and they were like these nineties icons. Well, you're like, you know,
1: just like a whole different way of doing makeup. So, what
0: would you say was your first big break? When, in terms of like what you felt was like, (laughs) my career is going to another level. Well, I thought. (laughs) <laughs> when
1: i done um, when i done um, the prada campaign i done prada campaign
0: who was that with trying it was just with adjust your yeah, like just she's trying to put her hair behind her ears yeah. you know, um, <laughs> not it, behind your ears behind your shoulders yeah so. i mean i've got I mean, really no, big ears, ears. I
1: mean. yeah. Yeah. um i prada campaign it was with Cedric brichet um it, we we went to um spain mm-hmm. shot on the beach and then they decided that it was the weather was too unreliable and then we should move to a studio and they made a beach in the studio. But we ended up being there for a month and we had to have all our clothes flown out because we was only supposed to be there for two weeks. But it was before the internet and they had to scan pictures and then send them over there. I don't really quite know how they'd done that then. But then we had to wait for Mouchapada to say if she liked it or she didn't like it. Mm-hmm. She might not like it and then we'd have to shoot it in another scenario. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I mean, that's... Do you know I'm what?
0: I was lucky because, you know, my first campaign was Mew Mew. Oh,
1: right.
0: Mew actually came to the shoots. Oh, yeah. oh Which was better. Because I heard that things had to be sent to her. Yeah. But we used to think, how
1: do they send stuff? I can't remember now. Maybe Is FedEx.
0: F- or fax it? I don't know. Yeah, it
1: wouldn't be very good It would be good quality, probably, would it? Yeah. But
0: anyway, yeah. But no, yeah. I heard that that happened a lot with the Prada shoots. That oh. things would... A, a shot would have to be sent to her. Yeah. For her to approve it before we could move on to the next. Yes. Yeah but
1: I mean, we had created a volleyball team in that whole time. <laughs> that, yeah, was great. I mean, I loved that. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: while we was waiting. Um, yeah, I thought that was going to change my world. It actually didn't. Do
0: you remember what year that was?
1: Mm, no. No. <laughs> it was before I moved to Paris. Sorry.
0: So you right. felt that had no impact well, on your not career not the impact really? that
1: I wanted. Right. I wanted it What be. were you
0: expecting?
1: Oh, like... That I would go and be starting to do Vogue. I was going to, you know, mm. I might, I thought, well, that was it. Yeah. You
0: know, I've made it. Reach for the stars. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There's two people that really changed my career. And that was a photographer called Camilla Akrans, who mm-hmm. I still work with. And I knew when I started working with her, that I'd met someone that I really gelled with. And she done beautiful pictures. It took me to a whole different level. And she was going up quickly, and she took me with her. Mm. And it's the the person um, photographer I've ever worked with. Mm. And um, and then it would be Burberry, um, Elit Smedley, a friend of ours who's mm. a stylist who became um, creative consultant for them, got me involved. And uh from and Chris- when when you went Christopher. When Christopher Bailey was there, yeah. And um that carried on for sixteen years. And so mm. that was massive as well. The them the two them two things mm. really changed my career. Yeah.
0: Because I guess Camilla was having a moment, wasn't she, with yeah. her photography when she first started. She sort of came in with quite a big bang. Yeah. And I guess you were there, weren't you? When yeah. the bang happened. And so yeah. as she flew of it so wasn't my you. bang. No.
1: I was just part of it. But when she moved to New York, that's when we started working together. Mm. And i done her first Numero shoot with her. Mm. And, and then it just took off. And then we started doing a Harper's Bazaar. And, and she was, you know... At first, they wouldn't let her take her team. But then, as soon as they did... She brought me yeah. in. That literally.
0: that was great for me. Mm. That's that's what happened with me with Corinne really.
1: Yeah,
0: Corinne Day. You know, she literally was like, "I want to work with you." And then she'd say to every job she got, she'd say, "I want yeah. your moody." Yeah, and I think that's that's how, especially back then, careers would be made for hair and makeup. Yeah, people. it
1: was teams. So you
0: mentioned when obviously Burberry, um, which. I think as your friend was a massive thing for you.
1: Yeah. In the end,
0: because of how you became so involved within the company.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you know, was so <laughs> like yeah, he started? Really it's ready to, to have a little yeah. tummy rub there, yeah, isn't Yeah, yeah. Um in like
2: that. Oh yeah. Um,
0: but yeah, so obviously you went you started doing the show, Elliot brought you in for the show in the beginning when Christopher Bailey first started. Yeah. And that was when the show was in Milan, wasn't it? Yeah. And um Obviously, as Christopher grew, so did you guys because yeah. you stayed there actually yeah. doing the show until the day Christopher left. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But what's kind of interesting, I think, for your career too was that they, um, Christopher decided to bring you in as a consultant for the makeup and skin line, yeah. right? which was known as Burberry Beauty. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, Do you feel that was a big turning point for you?
1: Oh, yeah, massively. I mean,. I remember I love, was a lot of there was other people up. Even though I'd been doing the shows and uh, f- for like I don't know how many years because I can't remember many years. Because you didn't always work on the campaigns. No, you? I didn't always work on the campaigns. No. Um, but I always done the shows. And basically, what happened was they were going to create a makeup line and. Um, I was one of maybe about four people that were up for it, so um, I wasn't necessarily going to get it. It wasn't it, a given. You no. Would, yeah. And when I got it, I did cry. That was a, that was a happy cry. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't, a well, going to yeah. various cry. <laughs> it was a happy cry. Um, it was amazing. Um, and it really kind of m- made me branch out into m- loads of different avenues, which I didn't really know existed. Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, Because you basically
0: consulted on the brand, didn't you, right from the onset? Yeah. And... You know, I know that you helped with sort of um, creating some of the formulas, weren't you? Yeah. Uh, with some of the products, and actually ended up working on some of what's now become their most iconic,
1: yeah, products.
0: Actually, yeah. within the line, right?
1: Yeah. So some of the products, you know, what I wanted to create, they hadn't created for Burberry, and as a makeup artist, I, I knew what I needed. Yeah. So I, um, I used to mix suntan lotion in with um foundation and because it had zinc in it it kind of reflected mm. and it will give you this like gorgeous glowy skin but you couldn't see it because it wasn't pearls or glitter mm. and so what i wanted to do for burberry was create that in uh you know like you could just put that on it wasn't yeah, so you have gone. to
0: mix stuff. Yeah, yeah yeah
1: and so yeah so i created this fresh glow um it was quite um a battle uh, because it wasn't on the market and there was nothing on the market to convince them that this is the future <laughs> um and and i done it um in bearing in mind that you know the world is not white and this i need to create a product that will work on every skin tone mm-hmm. and if it would look white it didn't look ashy on dark skin right so that's what i had done so and that was my my kind of plight for the whole brand that we have to do things that will work on different skin tones so if i'd done a collection for summer i would do a lighter tone for lighter skins and one for darker skins mm. um yeah so well i've done a lot of things like that, that were quite innovative actually um mm. i don't know if everyone saw that um but fresh go became a um a um, iconic product and mm. won awards, and then I'd done the contour stick, um, mm. which I actually wanted to be called the sculpture pen, um, because Hashtag it was just saying, yeah, <laughs> just saying, um, because it was about sculpting your face, and I'd done that for years, but
0: not in a sort of Kardashian no, way. It's not, it? It no, it
1: wasn't heavy. It wasn't heavy. It was. Because we don't like that too. No, we. because it's all <laughs> underneath. It's undetectable. Yeah. Yeah. So it's I'd like done, very
0: subtle yeah. contouring, isn't it?
1: Um, and so i developed that and that was hard as well because they didn't believe in it because no one had had that and every time i developed it it was not wasn't okay for america Mm. and then we got it okay for america and then it was not okay for china and so it took like five years in the making because every time i got it we i got it to a texture i wanted it it wasn't okay for a certain region mm. and um i mean cara delafine and people like that would be like can you just give me this pen can you just <laughs> give me it and i was like it's not ready yet you can't, yeah, you can't get it. It. and in the end i ended up giving her one uh, but you know it, it was just because the formulas weren't right for all the all mm. the countries um mm. yeah but uh, i'm as proud of that and i you know and i use that all the time still yeah
0: because we um obviously you and i worked a lot with burby didn't because You and Elliot Smedley, our friend, brought me in or more Elliot probably in a way, but you encouraged it (laughs) No, you encouraged it for sure. Brought me in to start working on the show. Which was amazing and I did uh, I think three years of doing the show yeah I more than that. M- might have been longer because I did carry on doing some of the men's shows but like the women for the men's shows oh right okay and um, and actually we had some really fun times didn't we oh, god, because yeah. we went to China oh my god that's amazing! Uh, twice yeah. <laughs> we went to Beijing and did the show there yeah we did,
1: we did, they were the most amazing shows for me yeah, actually
0: yeah and we went to Shanghai and did another yeah. one didn't we? the one in Beijing was amazing do you remember because that was the one where they for the first time ever they used um, holographic holo- yeah. holograms of models yeah. mixed in with human models which is quite which, complicated oh my yeah. god you remember yeah like, I mean I
1: wouldn't yeah. want to have been the person that go walk now <laughs> because if they weren't exactly where they needed to be yeah. they would the, the timings would be out and they clash into mm. holograms which they couldn't see yeah Um yeah that was, that was amazing but then I did like the other one in Shanghai because it was a massive dance routine which well, I loved yeah, yeah
0: which was amazing was, yeah. it, was it 80 dancers yeah they had 80 dancers which i love we had a yeah. show with 45 models in yeah we had george ezra paloma faith
1: yeah
0: ed hardcastle yeah. all performing yeah. luckily we weren't doing
1: <laughs> we, weren't we weren't singing, doing, we weren't <laughs>
0: singing. <laughs> <laughs> although we did we gave That's it show. our best yeah. shot Although I Ed, went on the
1: Travelator. Ed right? Harcastle Paloma, and
0: George. George didn't have his own person, did he? George Ezra, but because I remember he came in and asked to borrow my wax, and because I he's being, the
1: nicest person in show business, George Ezra. Yeah, yeah. And I
0: remember thinking, oh, he's going to do well. Yeah, he's he's
1: lovely.
0: I was right. Of yeah, course. yeah.
1: <laughs> he just won a Brit, no?
0: Yeah, just won a Brit yeah, Award. Yeah, him. bless him. But um, so we did that, and then also we did some shoots together because we did the first Burberry beauty shoot together yeah. with Cara.
1: Oh, yeah, who shot that? Ben Hassett. It? Oh, that's right. Yeah,
0: and that was Cara's first sort of beauty shoot, yeah. wasn't it, that she'd yeah. ever done. Yeah. So, yeah, when I wanted to just recollect, because I was trying to remember the first time we actually worked together, and I believe it was the Burberry shoot in Spain. Do
1: you think that was the first time we worked together? Maybe we just knew each other before. I think that. we
0: knew each yeah. other, but we, had, we weren't really... And we kept saying, oh, we need to work together, we need yeah, to work together. Yeah. And then Corinne got booked to do... Burberry, it was a, a line, yeah, we went to Spain yeah. to do it. And obviously my friend, who's now your friend too, Carl Palooka, was styling yeah. it. Corinne. And I just remember, because you were the outsider of the oh, team, yeah, see, weren't yeah. you? Yeah. Um. And, and just actually going to Spain, and we went to Barcelona. But can we? I just tell you something
1: about Yeah, it, go on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't even know if you know this. When I got there, my no, makeup turned up. Oh, really? Yeah. I, no, going, I didn't know that. I had to go and buy makeup. No. Oh yeah, and I was thinking, oh god, because it's really what expensive. Am I do it too? Yeah, and then I was thinking, oh, she doesn't use that much makeup, uh, or does she? Because you never know no. when what it seems. Well, like... you
0: hadn't worked with Corinne before, yeah, did you? Yeah, and I was a
1: bit like, oh no, yeah, I haven't got any makeup. <laughs> <They've lost> my <laughs> I didn't my that completely. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I had to fudge it. <laughs>
0: And this was before Burberry Beauty existed, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, so you were yeah. just using whatever yeah. you needed to use.
1: Yeah. God, I never knew that. Yeah, yeah.
0: But yeah, I remember because we were talking. I was about so this nervous. Do you door. know what I mean? I
1: was so nervous. I I'm, was oh, I'm just going to have to wing this. Well, we were
0: talking about this shoot we recently. And I was I quite scared you of Carl. You actually. were the you felt <laughs> like the real outsider. Yeah, I was. Even I... though you were the only person that had worked for Burberry before. Yeah,
1: because there was no one from Burberry there, was no, there? No. And yeah, and I and I was quite scared of Carl who's um, a friend of mine now, um, but he's—he's he's he's he's, quite scared when you meet. Yeah, Cohen, and also, he's quite forthright. Yeah, and he—he's—he's uh, he's a very good talker. <laughs> good yeah, with words. Yeah, good with words, and yeah. So I was a bit scared of him. And of course, of course, obviously Colin was a big um, photographer, mm. you know. And yeah, and I—and you want it to be good. Yeah. You really want it to be good, and you yeah. don't know. You don't want to do anything wrong. Yeah. But you probably always are going to do something. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. you can't mind read. But then I said, you was the only person that actually I felt aligned with because I'm being like, what did she want? <laughs> <laughs> <"What does that laughs> tell me because I'm not yeah. a mind reader. And then was like, no, when she says that, she means this. I'm like,
0: okay. Yeah. Yeah. And when she wants that, she actually means yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Don't do this. Don't do, yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, we yeah. sort of like, and actually that was really when we bonded, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? As, yeah. And became sort of, more f- friends then yeah, because yeah. you were like thank fuck Neil yeah, quite a like, bit eye. of an ally with you in yeah, the end yeah, yeah. Cause, and the thing is I know what that's like because
1: I mean oh, okay can we just talk about something mm,
0: oh. uh,
1: this is it's to do with Glow Up right the TV programme oh okay yeah uh, and the one thing I want to say because you was really kind and you, and you helped me mm. and I just noticed I know it's a competition that Glow Up but I did notice that the other night um, some one of the guys kind of lost it a bit and was out of his depth mm. and only one person went to help him and I thought that one person would probably be the best makeup artist because he was very kind and he, and he just tried to help him because you know what else happens is when you go to work you end up having to be in a team and it's like You know what it's like if you're in a team and someone's not making it over the over the finish line the best thing you can do is go back and pick them up and bring them with you yeah because as a team you win yeah if you just want to go solo then don't worry about it but you know is yeah you know that's that's what i thought about him and i just wanted to bring that up because no one really mentioned that in the program Mm, or maybe it was just cut i don't know because people edit stuff but i just thought he will go far
0: yeah Uh, you're right because i watched that episode yeah Went out and said, "Check that he was okay." Yeah, and I missed. just thought he had a complete meltdown. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, know. <laughs> I mean, I did. I couldn't laugh really, but listen, we've had loads of them. Oh, so oh it's God! Like, I mean, it's like,
1: yeah.
0: We haven't got. We have got enough time yeah, to talk yeah, about yeah, our yeah, meltdowns. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, but you know what's interesting, when I think knowing you again as a friend, that what you did with Burberry with the makeup is actually it opened your eyes to become much more entrepreneurial as a person. Yeah. And I think you were always definitely like, because of, you know, I always think the circumstances of going to Paris, going to New York, it makes you a bit more sort of resourceful and kind of go, yeah. oh, I could do that, I want to do that, because you've done so many things that a lot of people just wouldn't have the nerve to yeah. do.
1: I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I didn't think about them a great deal. i just done them. Yeah. I think if I had, I wouldn't have done them. Mm. I just kind of threw myself in the deep end. Yeah.
0: But now, let's talk about Wendy Robe, the brand, (laughs) which is now, you know, it's become something else, hasn't it? I mean, I remember when you were telling me that you'd got the Burberry thing with the makeup, with the Burberry beauty, um, that you weren't going to be exclusive to them. And actually, that was quite a big thing, wasn't it? Because it allowed you to then go and do other things, the yeah. people, because normally, I mean, I've been signed to brands, yeah. and you're not allowed to work for anyone else, you're not allowed to talk about anything else.
1: Yeah, I mean, but know? the thing was, I had a blog, yeah. and um, it was really important for me to be authentic, and uh, it was really important for me to be able to talk about other things, because otherwise, it would have just been a Burberry channel. Yeah. which I was doing so that's yeah. not going to work mm. and uh, yeah so I just wanted to be across the board so it was kind of as much as what they wanted to do as much as what I wanted to do we came to agreement that I wouldn't work for luxury brands but I could still talk about them do you know yeah. what I mean because yeah. it's otherwise it becomes unrealistic it's not honest and who's going to believe me so yeah, yeah. yeah so that that was worked out to be a good thing for me. Yeah,
0: because then you went on. Obviously, you started your you'd started your website and your blog, hadn't you? Yeah. Which has now become quite a big thing, hasn't it? Yeah. Really? People come to you as an authority yeah. of makeup, and you know somebody that they will listen to for ideas and inspirations. And yeah,
1: or just stuff that's going on, which you mm. wouldn't necessarily, you know. Uh, you probably find out from magazines but I can do it quite instantly I travel a lot so I know a lot of things people come to me with stuff yeah. and, and then I talk about it. I don't it's not it's because I don't have no one advertised on it I can do exactly what I want because it's mm. my it's my voice Um... So, yeah, I can just say or talk about who I want when I want, and it can be quite quick Mm. and, you know, like... quite spontaneous. Yeah, yeah. and I think, oh, God, this is happening. Oh, Mm. let's do that, or this is happening in New York, or I love this workout, or... And I like to break things down for people. What does that actually mean? Mm. What does does needling mean? Let's just Mm. talk about that, you know, stuff like that. I just want to make it really basic because... Sometimes what I, I find when people write about beauty, it becomes a bit complicated and mm. you get lost and all all of the you know, all of the ingredients and stuff you get lost. Mm. Just basically what shouldn't I look for? Yeah. yeah that's it. Give yeah. me five things. Make it simple. Once you've got your head around that you can move on a bit, you know? yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Even though the ingredients are really important. Because now these days, people, some people don't want this on their skin, or they don't want that in their hair, and da, 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 You know, yeah. or they're allergic to this or whatever. But I think you're right. I think generally people just want to know, what does this actually do? do. And how do, do I, I do it?
1: Or do I need and it? And do I need it? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it an option?
0: I mean, do I need needling now, you've mentioned? It? No.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, you know, the thing is, it's like, yeah, you could have it done. It mm-hmm. would make your skin a bit better, but it's not dramatic. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not going to like resurface your skin, right? No. I'm not
0: going to suddenly look no. like the picture Ten. on there, like I'm no. six again. You want to look like
1: a better you, <laughs> yeah, 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 always.
0: But you ended up doing um, a lipstick range, didn't you? For uh, La Bouche Rouge, yeah, which is like an eco friendly line yeah. of yeah. lipsticks, right? So,
1: yeah, that's...
0: this was set on this separately. separately to Burberry, separately, yeah. but running alongside,
1: yeah, because obviously, um, I i care loads about um what i put inside um but listen hey i do drink and stuff like that right so Mm -hmm. i do eat chocolate and i'm not like
0: you're not you're not an angel
1: yeah no i'm not angel i like i like i like gorgeous food i like gorgeous things i like gorgeous you know i just Mm. i like things if i'm gonna have something it needs to be worth it you know yeah so um with the la rouge bouge it's like there's a whole la thing. Bouche about, rouge. T- la Bouche Well, I'm dyslexic. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I do this all the time, and there's not I a chance. I like the said
0: La, la, la Bouche Rouge.
1: La Bouche Rouge. La Bouche La Bouche Yeah. So if you give me an option, I'm going to get it around the wrong way. Yeah. And or um, well, we'd say we, we'd say red lips, and yeah. they say lips red. Yeah. You see, so hey, that's the edge yeah. coming out. <laughs> um. So um. Yeah. I was introduced um. To Sky Nicholas through Ezra and Lana at self service, and they're good friends of mine. Mm-hmm. And they said, "Are you interested in doing six lipsticks or doing a range for, for us?" Mm. And I was like, "Well, what's it about?" And they were like, "Well, we're doing the packaging. It's all eco friendly. It's paper packaging. It's a refillable, gorgeous leather lipstick, um, metal and leather, which is refillable with these um, bullets." And um, would you be interested in doing it? And I said, okay, let me speak to the guy. And it was a really small company. And they kind of eradicated most of the plastics out of the lipsticks. Um, the six different lipsticks for every skin tone. That all, uh, They're all different textures. Mm. So there's something that will suit anybody. Right. You know, um... Because, you know, I think about everybody. Yeah. You know. It's, it's not just about... It's not just about me. <laughs> a lot of the time it is. <laughs> but obviously, if I'm producing something, I need it to be available for everybody. Yeah. that's important.
0: And is that still ongoing or was it... Yeah, still oh, it's still yeah. ongoing. it's still ongoing. Yeah, it's still
1: ongoing, yeah.
0: And then let's... What about your... Do you remember that you did a juice? Oh, yeah. With roots and bulbs. bulbs. Yeah, I right? don't...
1: Yeah, because obviously... I, every time I do interviews, people say to me, "What's your morning routine?" I was like, "I do have a juice and da da da." love a juice. Yeah, I
0: love a morning. juice.
1: Yeah. So, um, so that's I'm like a like
0: cold press juice. Yeah, about. it was
1: a cold press, and so this company got in touch with me and said, "Would you like to produce your own juice?" And I was like, "Well, yeah." And um, and they said, "Well, what would your idea be?" And I was like, "Well, it needs to be good for the skin." Mm. So um and things like aloe vera, fresh aloe vera, it's really hard to put into a juice, even when you're doing it yourself. So I done one, it was called um Pure Skin. Mm. And um, yeah, and it sold at roots and bulbs um, for a year,
0: which was a juice. It's a shop ju- in a London, cold, right?
1: cold juice bar. Mm. Yeah,
0: mm. and all organic, and because I like things like that. Yeah, I
1: mean, it was. I liked.
0: I loved it. I mean, I loved. I it. had quite a few of them. Yeah, <laughs> and I bought them. I wasn't given them. But I, mean, I, did, I did give go, you some. You did give me some, but I did go and buy. You know, Yeah, support, no, I know. I know. That's your that mates that is that way. true.
1: That is true. Yeah,
0: and um it was great, but. What made you want to do that? Because what was your I, thing going? Yeah, I do want to do this juice.
1: Ah, uh, because I wanted it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I do produce other things like makeup for other people, but I really wanted you this. Wanted your and you know what? It was a bit like. It's a, it's a it's an alternative to look after your skin, ingesting yeah. mm. uh, um, something, which is nice. Yeah. And it was nice.
0: No, it was nice. Would you do a good the juice? <laughs> yeah, I'd love to. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'd love to. Mm. Yeah.
0: Because, um, obviously, moving on, in June 2016, you then launched your book, Eat beautiful, yeah, which as we know has been quite successful. Yeah. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Yeah. I mean, I, I just have to tell everybody that's watching and listening, um, I went to Wendy's house quite a lot and tried a lot of the recipes before the book came oh, out I because, know. as a, an, um, a, a bit like some of our other friends, we were, for want of a better word, the guinea, guinea pigs, pigs <laughs> of trying stuff and seeing what we thought
1: right so yeah and if anyone had a bad comment i'd be like do you know
0: how many things i've got? <laughs> <laughs> i must admit because i remember you being like you've got to be really honest but then you'd be like oh for oh, god's sake you, you know and what i mean i'm not ashamed. now uh, i've got to start again yeah i'd
1: be like oh, right. but i think i
0: do think it was our duty to let you know no Although, i know i have to say i'd say 99 percent of everything i tried was delish oh
2: thanks yeah
0: um and then I think there was one cake that actually didn't quite work, but that was because you said you'd left it in the oven a bit too long.
1: Oh, no, that's my orange cake. Mm. I tried to do it with brown sugar.
0: That's right. Yeah, yeah. because I
1: was trying to make it healthy, and it just doesn't work. You just Mm. can't. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, because the book's been a bestseller now, hasn't it? And it's gone on to be produced in other languages, which is a sign of it being successful, which is great. And And people
1: still post it all the time on Instagram. And And
0: you've also... um, Obviously, it's been out in Poland for a year. Yes. What other countries is it due to come out? in?
1: Russia. Uh, and that's been taking quite a while, but that's going to happen. There was talk about Japan. Mm. Um, and, yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, that's it for now. I mean, obviously, because uh, not lot of people are English-speaking in uh, mm-hmm. Australia. It's obviously been published in the States. Changed the... Uh, um, the measurements for cooking oh, for the yeah. states, yeah. yeah. So it's been published in the states, and it sells in Australia and
0: New Zealand, mm. all other kind of countries, yeah. That's great, though. Was it? Has it done better than you expected as a book? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Listen, I know no, cause you want
1: because I thought it was, well, all... I, was, I wanted to sell millions. <laughs> no, I mean, right. I mean, listen, if you've ever ever made done a book, you will know that. It's never what you expect it to be, no, you know. I thought I could be like the Harry Potter, <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, yeah, no, I thought I was, you know. Um, and also when you do a book, you put everything into it. Do you know mm. what I mean? You put like your heart and soul into it. And uh, yeah, and then you put it out there for people to criticize, which is like quite yeah
0: horrible, really. Well, the money, the I but then you know there, you put yourself
1: out there. It's like anything; you're famous, yeah. you put yourself out there. You go, someone's going to say
0: something. Yeah, you're open to scrutiny. Yeah. Aren't you, basically. But um, no, I mean, uh, do you know what? One of the things I love about you, even as a person and as a friend, though, is that when you do stuff, you do it with so much belief. Yeah. And and actually, not many people have that wind because a lot of people, you know, I get a bit sort of. I don't know if it's belief or disillusion, <laughs> like,
1: or just like no. like I like just
0: really like not knowing. Well, it's you know? not knowing, but I think you believe you. You do have an inner belief in the things that you do. Yeah. And not everyone does that. I mean, I'm all, da- I'm all doubting Thomas. I care you know.
1: so much. Yeah. Even when I'm making products and stuff. I get so angry. Yeah. You know, it gets really passionate. And it needs to be like this. <laughs> and, and I think, just let it go. Yeah. Because, you know, it's not the end of the world. Mm-hmm. But, um, of course, it is to me at the time. Yeah. A book, it's a cookbook. But ultimately, it was about having beautiful skin, and what you do to have beautiful skin. So, what certain foods do for you, you mm. should eat in the season. I learned that from being in Paris.
0: Yeah, because you've mentioned that before when we've talked about it, haven't you? That actually living in Paris taught you a lot about food and nutrition.
1: Yeah, I mean, I in Paris, if you didn't, if it wasn't in season, you couldn't buy it, and mm. the food and the and the vegetables didn't look nice, and they tasted great mm. and so I understood that's when I started to understand that and I lived in North Africa for a year oh here we go <laughs> Another like... thing she's done
0: that we didn't know about
1: yeah and, and where was that well, where did you fit that in yeah <laughs> <laughs> doing graphics i took a year out and i became a hotel entertainer see i've uh, the job i, I, I did not know about
0: the hotel yeah, yeah, but I did, I did, you have told did. me i didn't yeah. realize it was in africa though yeah it
1: was north africa north, north africa. Africa. africa yeah and the thing was there if you bought a chicken um it was hot because they just killed it and it was <laughs> plucked and you had to take everything out and yeah. you know so i learned i remember i'd done cooking at school home economics it mm. was um and then I learnt, I just made up, how do I make a basic white sauce? How do I do the? You know, so I, I learned like that. And obviously when I was in Paris, it was, it was not as hardcore, but it was a similar thing. So like if I want to eat what I want to eat, then I need to cook it. Yeah. And so that was, a, that was what I learned there. But then, yeah, so what was my point, caller? <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway... The book is about um, having great skin. It talks about different skin problems, just really basically telling you why you get them and what you should do.
0: So how long did it take you to put this book to, together, Wend? What's the, um, the title Well, it took range? about
1: four months. I mean, they made me do it really quickly, my portion of it. That's
0: really quick. But
1: yeah, it was really quick. Well, actually, I'd done all the recipes in a month. Um
0: God,
1: uh, was I coming your house? Yeah, a long time? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. my fingers were like a mess, and mm. and I was doing it after I'd come home from work. Um, once I'd kind of got that together, then I had to work out like I. It was complicated because I'd cook stuff in New York and then I cook stuff in England. I had a fan oven in England. I had a normal oven in New York. Didn't think about that. Um. Oh <laughs> of that. Yeah. And then so when I started not being a chef. No, not being a chef. Yeah. And on the, the best thing I liked doing was the photographs. Mm-hmm. I loved doing that.
0: Well, we love a picture yeah we, we? just have a
1: picture even yeah. the food things i just love yeah i had an amazing photographer david Loftus, to do that who works who's like uh, works for jamie oliver yeah um uh, just saying just saying um uh, and then um camilla um done my beauty for me and mm. we've done loads of shots and david that was just like manic and fun and great yeah and it was the editing that took the long time oh, and mm. it was a cover was a big fight mm. and that took forever because i didn't want food on it because it wasn't about food it was about skin yeah um and um yeah and so yeah all in all with all the tune and frying four months but i would say that i was really out for two months of doing any other yeah, work yeah but do you and think? that's a long time to come out yeah this no it is
0: but do you think there's room for another book
1: oh yeah totally do you feel like you
0: could or, what do you feel like you would continue what you've already done or would you go off on another
1: um yeah. or would you do both well room for two books yeah <laughs> i mean i probably i could do a sequel to that i could do kind of a similar thing to that mm. for sure
0: eat more beautiful
1: eat more beautiful <laughs> be more beautiful um the beautiful you um uh, i could do that i could actually do a continuation but then also i'd split them into two yeah i'd do one big book and then i'd do one pocket book or two put on a book. and then also i wanted to do a thing on just um uh things that make you feel great um mm-hmm. and why you should do them and there's lots of and uh, there's lots of things that happen in people's lives where they don't have such a good time and these are ways to get out of it yeah like, and feel better yeah you know, because I always think like it's about being kind and feeling better
0: mm, yeah then, so from the book you then ended up going on to this morning the UK TV yes. morning show right which was um obviously I know you first went on about the book didn't you but then that actually led into you doing, doing some makeup, makeup sloth, yeah, yeah which was again another little branch of you yeah, off yeah.
1: um because you know what was funny about the whole YouTube thing or the whole tutorial thing never existed when we've started.
0: Yeah,
1: And it's a whole different thing.
0: Because once you did this morning, I felt that then led you into starting your YouTube channel, didn't oh it? Do you really? think? Yeah, because it seemed to follow on quite quickly. Yeah, from that.
1: I mean, I just, I suppose, just things. You look, you can you can have an idea of what how you want your life path to be mm. and things take you off on different tangents, do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, Like, when, I mean, I wanted to do fashion but when I first started I was pulled into music. Mm. So, you know, and You just ran with that. Yeah, you yeah. just kind of go and then, things spark off other things so yeah maybe I wasn't a conscious decision but maybe that happened because of
0: that it probably I think and maybe my assistant
1: pushing me to do that well yeah yeah. because I wouldn't have done it otherwise yeah
0: but the great thing is again with your YouTube is that it's a little different to other people's because you don't just do makeup tutorials yeah you know you interview people you bring people in you talk about other stuff obviously some of it is makeup led and beauty led yeah but then some of it isn't and yeah. I think that gives it it gives it a, another sort of aspect of a YouTube channel that's not just tutorials. Um,
1: yeah, and I just think it's fun. Like when you came in and you showed me what was in your bag, and I love yeah. them green glasses. <laughs> I never use them green I glasses. I
0: do use them, yes. Mm. Probably not as much as I should yeah. do. But, you know. <laughs> another gadget. Sometimes I just forget that they're there. Yeah. You know. Because yeah. I'm so tired, I just think oh, I'll go to sleep anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't think you actually <laughs> need them. <laughs> These is glasses, by the way, that I bought that apparently helped me with jet lag. So, um, which Wendy was obsessed with because they look good on the face. Yeah, which
1: yeah, you can look if you look at my YouTube channel. Yeah,
0: um, Wendy Rowe YouTube yeah, channel. Yeah. So when now, obviously, Christopher Bailey left Burberry last year. Yeah. Which um, organically led to you finishing with Burberry as well, yeah. didn't it? But then you very quickly... Signed to Max Factor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the universe works in a funny way. It sure does. I'd always... i have been working f- with Max Factor on their campaigns, um, on and off, for quite a few yeah. years. Well, we
0: did a couple of them, didn't we? I did a couple yeah, of them. Yeah, before. yeah.
1: And... Oh, yeah. Hmm. And, um, yeah, so they'd always talk to me about doing it, but they had someone else signed and... And there was always the Burberry thing. Everyone was kind of quite scared, I think, in a Mm -hmm. way. Uh, Listen, I was with Burberry for 16 years. Nothing else forever. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So um, Christopher moved on. It was probably about the same time that I should be moving on too. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, Yeah, so it kind of just... They they kind of crossed. I was very lucky. I will say, Mm. guys, that was a very lucky thing. Mm. Um... Yeah.
0: But what's your position at Max Factor?
1: I'm um, I mean, they all take the piss out of me about this. <laughs> I was a global, creative, global, global, creative international yeah. uh, and actually I'm the creative director, international and global makeup artist So actually it's all of that. I couldn't figure all out how rolled it into all into got, it. got together. Yeah, yeah, your dyslexia doesn't let yeah, you no. put it in the right order. Sometimes. I was just stuck like on major. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which basically... Pretty big at yeah, that yeah. factor. But yeah. basically it allows me... They're really great people. They're very open. They, um, I'm product developing with them. Um, we're doing all the imagery, which I'm super excited about and um, very happy with. Mm-hmm. Um, we are taking the brand um, back to its heritage. Um, Max is back. <laughs> um, <laughs> Is yeah. he a real
0: person?
1: Yeah, he's a real person. His oh, story is amazing. I didn't actually. know that. Yeah, yeah, Max Factor. He was amazing. He's done all the films. He created all of these things. I mean, I read reading his book. He like escaped from Russia. Uh, I mean, he's. It's it's fascinating. And, yeah, sorry. and he's like kids, and they they walked across this snowy mountain I was a bit like, oh my god, I've only come from Essex. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, um,
0: he's walked mountains. Yeah, he's yeah. he was amazing. rivers. Yeah, he's yeah.
1: amazing. <laughs> and so, so we're gonna go back to the heritage because it was Hollywood, um, and um, so I'm making makeup, affordable makeup for you to be the makeup artist at home. Oh, used to be your own makeup artist. Right, right. Stuff that was achievable, um, just really great products for affordable prices. Mm. So yeah, I'm really excited about that. Some um, yeah. stuff to come out in I think November.
0: Right. The first stuff that you've reached. Yeah, oh, you've, I've done, yeah. Really and yeah.
1: um we've got a new face. Um
0: and yeah. You're to say who that is? Oh, yeah. I'm not allowed to say that, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Embargo, embargo. Yeah, yeah, embargo. What's <laughs> um, next for Windy Row then.
1: <laughs> well.
0: The journey's ongoing. Yeah, isn't I know. It?
1: You know what? I thought about that the other day and I thought, what is it I really want? You know what? I'd love to consult on a film. You've done that,
0: haven't you? Um, not on a feature, on that. a short. I was going to, recently I was asked to consult on a feature and yeah. then I couldn't actually go for the testing days. So it never happened.
1: I'd like to do a feature. Um,
0: But what, something with quite full-on makeup?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I think probably for me, it would probably, I like a costume drama. Mm. So Marie Antoinette would have been my
0: idea Oh yeah. I love that. Like, let's hope there's a sequel. Yeah, I mean,
1: yeah,
0: Marie Antoinette. Um, Actually, you know what, i just remembered, Wend. I did design Cara Delevingne's hair for Valerian
1: oh see I knew yeah. you'd done I something.
0: knew i I knew yeah. it yeah 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 and we did and we sorted out the colour and we did all the colour and then they had to I wasn't on the set yeah but um, I basically she'd grown her hair really long so we cut it much shorter yeah we got the colour done um, we had to keep sending stuff to France to Luc Besson yeah. until he was happy with it and then and then the people on the film actually then for continuity just copied everything that I did oh I love that yeah didn't get a credit on the thing but it's fine <laughs> <laughs> Heard it here first. It's fine, I can live with yeah. that. I was um, watching the credits at the end going, Where am I? Yeah, I know Oh, I'm not on there. I would have done that, though. Yeah, but it's fine. Um, alright, Luke, I'll let you off.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I'd like to consult to like a health, ho- uh, like a spa, hotel. Something a bit holistic. Yeah, yeah. you know, um, I like all things like that, like design and program and get the best people around the world. Something yeah, like that. I yeah. love that. You know, you know what I thought I'd like to do? Well, I like radio because you don't have to get ready, <laughs> and I love a chat. So yeah, I'd yeah. like to do radio because I think that would be quite fun. Mm. Um, but I suppose I'd like to do TV, but I just don't want it to be too staged. It right. might be a documentary.
0: Oh, right. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. Because otherwise, I go, oh, can we do that again? And I think, oh, I don't know. Oh. Yeah. 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 It more has to be a documentary styley.
0: Yeah. So something more sort of like following you around doing something. Yeah, or
1: something. Yeah, I don't know. Just putting it out there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: so, Wend, I've got a couple of questions for you in terms of actual beauty. Yeah. Um, which I think people will want to know. What do you consider beauty as in today? What is beauty right now?
1: Um, for me, well, beauty. You need to look like you, Um, like individuality. It's really important, I think, for me. When we was growing up, I was saying to you earlier there was no internet mm. and you couldn't see what was happening, which trending in New York or Paris or but whatever. No idea, right? No, no idea. Yeah. Because everyone was doing their own thing. So everyone's really looked quite individual. Mm. You know, and then if someone went to New York and they brought back these things they're like, wow, it's like a whole new trend and someone yeah. would tip it off and it would or an editor from a magazine might like start to bring it into to mix in yeah. with our stuff. So I love individuality. I think that's beautiful. I think just uh, you know just like honoring who you are mm. um yeah that's really important for me I like people's different faces when everyone starts to the same yeah I just feel like there's a personality that I don't remember them no. and uh yeah and I just feel like I like someone that's like they don't have to be outrageous but I just like character I mean the French get that very right yeah for me yeah French women mm. I mean I do very well in France mm. it's one of my best market
0: yeah I think it's nice when I like it when people kind of go I'm going to wear this lipstick or I'm going to do my hair like this Yeah, and they actually don't care whether it's a trend yeah. or whether it's not because to me that is where beauty's at right now especially yeah. as it's now opened up as in you know there's now so many different cultures that have been We know what's going on in
1: Korea. Yeah. Here, you know, and also I suppose people travel so much more than they did. Yeah. But it is the internet. It has opened up.
0: Oh God, yeah.
1: You know, so people always go to me, so what should I buy in New York? And I think, it's the same shit here as yes. they got there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're just paying it in dollars. Yeah. It's there's it's n- there's nothing you can't. I think get those anywhere. days have
0: gone, haven't they? Yeah. I remember going to New York and being like, "I've got to get a pair of trainers here because I know nobody yeah. in London." Which will was have
1: amazing. Them. Yeah. yeah, which I love.
0: And I'd come back and people would be like,
1: "Where are those trainers?" Yeah, from yeah. New York. Like almost, New
0: York can't get me. Yeah, them yeah, like, yeah. Really? I love that.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> now it's a bit like mm. we just
1: elder on the internet.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But what it's funny when because that actually leads me to, um talking about social media and the internet and everything how do you think people and brands now resonate within today's sort of crowded market of you know products and everything that's available um because obviously i think social media has opened up a lot of things has not it a lot of ways to communicate
1: yeah i think what social media does it enables people to see things immediately yeah it teaches you it shows you how to do it where before it would be a stand you'd have to talk to someone you'd have to go there but you can sit at home and suddenly be looking on instagram and something will come up from maybe a brand that you like or you haven't even bought anything from, but you don't mind them it doesn't cost you anything to follow them does it no. you didn't buy a magazine to look at that advert yeah. do you know what I mean and you can and it, and it and it opens up their world to you quite easily for nothing yeah so you know you're more interested
2: yeah
1: and then if you could just buy it it's very easy and you know quite it's a lazy way of shopping yeah I mean I I I mean, I'm not very good, because I always get stuff wrong when I'm ordering things. <laughs> like, I've ordered, like, cat food when it's supposed to be dog food. food, <laughs> it, dog food. Um, so, I'm, I, you know, I do like to see things, but I think if you don't think, if it's not that expensive and you can see what it does... Yeah, you you probably go for it. Yeah, you know what I mean, so I think it's it's consumer friendly, yeah. and that's what it is at the moment. And it's very um, image driven.
0: Yeah, because there is a negative side to social media and stuff, isn't there? You know, as we know, there's people get trolled. People, you know, things yeah. come out that shouldn't be you out see, there. See, I just
1: if someone anyone, anyone trolled me, just say no i'll block you and delete you <laughs> so that's it
0: i do the same yeah why, yeah.
1: why have you got time to write a, a negative comment you know what that's bad energy yeah so if you're just doing that you've got a lot of time on your hands and so you're probably yeah. not that interesting anyway
0: yeah because i think now as well brands are looking for other ways to communicate with people too yeah. you know which is you know obviously social media is a good avenue for that
1: yeah
0: but um i mean now obviously we're here doing my podcast but podcasts has suddenly become yeah massive and actually i what i think is great about podcasting is is that you can actually pick the exact subject you want to listen to the exact person you know what i mean i mean i'm doing doing this
1: podcast i mean i'm not i'm not i've only listened to a couple of podcasts in my life because i don't really know what i'm doing (laughs)
0: I'll teach you. Yeah, Neil will teach me and I'll be yeah, fine. Yeah. But, you know, it, 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 I think even podcasts is helping to reach out to people yeah, because, because it's so specific what you what you listen to. And
1: I think that's great for... It's like an audio book, really, isn't mm. it? Which I have bought quite a lot of audio books, being dyslexic. I like to have the book and the audio. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this is like radio for me as well because sometimes I listen to the radio when I'm cooking. Because, mm. you know, okay. I don't have to look. Yeah. You know, and there's was like, oh, you oh know, that was funny. Yeah. I mean, I always listen to Nick Grimshaw because he makes me laugh. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah. yeah. I always have radio on the office. Yeah. I must admit, I quite like a
0: bit of a radio.
1: Yeah. I went off it for
0: a while and now I'm back on it yeah, again. Yeah, I like radio. Yeah. I've got my little dab radio in there. Oh. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, that's nice.
0: Yeah. It's old school, but it's Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well listen, thanks. That's the serious question. It's right, over and done with. Now we're going to go to the last bit, which is my rapid quick fire question. All right, oh
1: my god, this is like a game, so obviously, know, this is. is like mastermind. You've got yeah. two minutes. Oh, I don't remember. No, know, right, <laughs> but um,
0: the idea with these is we just have a bit more fun. Oh, oh my
1: god, I've secretly looked them.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> can't help myself. Oh god. So, um,
0: but you can answer these in one sentence, one word, or okay. you can elaborate if you okay. want. All oh, right, okay. so it's just that. I'll move you on quite quickly right, okay. if you're waffling if on it if i boring you yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah okay so first off what's your guilty pleasure
1: pizza and JC. the J C. oh Gemma you know
0: Collins. <laughs> <laughs> she your guilty pleasure yeah okay well in what way though
1: because I don't really like her
0: but you can't stop watching her uh, but I can't her. stop
1: watching her yeah uh, yeah I, just, <laughs> I can't stop watching her
0: I'm a bit the same. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What's your favourite food? You just said though pizza. Yeah,
1: I like pizza. I like loads of food. Limmerang pie. <gasps> really? I, oh, I love that because I can't remember. Remaking. So I
0: like
1: key lime pie.
0: That's my favourite. Oh, All right. <laughs> um, if you could have a superpower, what would it be?
1: I mean, I was going to say to know what people are thinking, but maybe that would make me paranoid. <laughs> 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 maybe I don't need to know something
0: So you wanted to be a mind reader. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: superpower. Uh, you can have a
0: think about it and come back. Oh, to Oh, can it? I have
1: a couple? Yeah, go on. But well, I'd like to be able to read really fast.
0: Right. Speed read.
1: Yeah, speed read. And memorise things.
0: So photographic memory. Yeah,
1: and yeah. add up stuff really quickly. That's three. Yeah. Times, it's sorry, it's great for that from.
0: one. <laughs> <laughs> Greedy. Um, are you a morning person? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, who would you like to play you in a film of your life? Oh, my if, not if not
1: Vanderpump. Lisa not Lisa Vanderpump
0: right Lisa it's not Vanderpump.
1: not Lisa Vanderpump what, what a brilliant name no, no, not brilliant. Not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not Lisa Vanderpump who would I want oh my god someone gorgeous obviously because it could have been me, that I yeah. could be anything I want um, <laughs> I would like it to be Sienna
0: I'm uh, Sienna Miller yeah I
1: mean because not I mean not anyone but she could look like me because. I think she knows me, and it would be quite funny. She would play you well because she knows you well, right? Yeah, because sometimes she does my
0: me. Yeah, that's a good dancer, actually. I saw Sienna. Yeah. Yeah. Job for you, Sienna. Yeah, Um, she'd be like, oh, that's a killer part. She'd be on on the phone going, hang on. She'd be down the market. (laughs) (laughs) What's Wendy Rose's daily beauty routine? Regime, routine, Um, regime. Regime,
1: Uh, if I wear makeup, I take it off at night, cleanse. Take it off at night, cleanse, tone, moisturise. Maybe I do a mask. Um, it alters mm. in the morning. Water, cold, mm. and then just toner. Why up. cold? Um, because it tightens up your skin. Okay. Uh, and it obviously, it's clean from the night before. So, mm. and then I would just use an eye cream and moisturiser, okay. and I'm good to go. Ready for the day. Yeah, ready for the day. I mean, if, I, if I ever got moisturiser, and I have before, I've actually gone back to my flat to get it, because it's right. like... Uh, oh, you
0: can't live without it. No, I
1: said the other day when I'd done a talk with Grandma, it's like going out and you're forgetting to put your knickers on. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I mean, I'd hate it. Do you it. know
0: what? I have to say, I've been putting moisturiser on for so long, if I forget when I get to work, the first thing I say to make oh, it dry, I need some moisturiser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't because like it's, not yeah, having yeah, it Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, it's all about the yeah. moisturiser. I'm with you on that one. Um, what would you say is your best feature or personality trait?
1: Um, best feature, probably eyes. Mm-hmm. Even though I've got a lot of style now, <laughs> um, um Personality trait. That one quite funny. Okay.
0: Yeah, you are, actually. Yeah, we do yeah, it a lot. Yeah. Um, favourite place to eat? Home. Uh, what fashion trend did you always not like?
1: <laughs>
0: oh.
1: i mean i've always liked a bit of a trend
0: you uh, know what mine is flares can't do flares
1: oh oh why well, i am thinking of makeup them. i am thinking of oh, really? makeup yeah oh I didn't know you could have that oh you know what i can't do which i wish i could but i just can't white jeans oh, yeah. like a short elephant <laughs> i mean i'd love to wear white jeans i've seen people in white jeans all the time they they,
0: the why do they look good on
1: everyone <laughs> else like, no. i don't
0: know yeah Flares. I mean, I did do flares. You're not and when right I, at all. I know, but when I look at pictures, I'm like, what was I doing? <laughs> 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 Elephant legs. Yeah, yeah. horrible, Jerry horrible, Trump horrible. Trump. Um, karaoke song of choice. Oh, um,
1: probably Valerie by... um. Uh, Amy Winehouse. Yes.
0: Yeah. What I know is Wendy wrote? Messy. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's quite tidy isn't it? right okay. now. Um, natural versus chemical products? All natural, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. Coffee um, or tea? Mm.
1: Now, I do like a coffee. <laughs> I
0: knew this would but, be yeah, a debate. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but I do, I'm not into white tea at the moment, mm. so I do like that.
0: Good antioxidant white tea.
1: Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. And I can drink it without milk, which is better for me. Yeah.
0: And I know you like a bit of tea with a piece of Victoria's sponge. Yeah, so. if I was going to have a Victoria's sponge, <laughs> I would have a normal cup of tea, PG, yeah. with milk.
1: And won't need the sugar then. Yeah. I, that is
0: actually, I'm going to tell you, that's another of your guilty pleasures is Victoria's yeah, sponge. sponge. Yeah, Or a scone. Or <laughs> <laughs> any cake.
1: <wouldn't> <laughs> Favourite colour? Blue.
0: No. Mine too. Oh. Have important. you ever done anything illegal? yeah loads of stuff <laughs> I
1: was just thinking I've done
0: that and that and that and that,
1: and that. are you going to uh, tell us what uh, <laughs> I don't want to get done no <laughs> um, I, do you
0: know what can I tell you I interviewed someone the other day and he would actually not tell me anything because he went I just can't yeah. because I just can't and I was like okay
1: oh I'll tell you this is a silly one yeah cool <laughs> <laughs> um when I first started to go to work, I obviously was just gone 16. And you used to have a, a card a travel card for under 16. I was scratched off the number and I wrote that I was younger. Oh, for you forged your For a good age. year. For a good year.
0: Got away with it, though. Yeah. You
1: know
0: what that is? Sign of a good criminal. I know.
1: Sign of a good asking.
0: New York or London?
1: Both. I love, I love New York, but I can't live there all, all the time. Yeah. But I love London. If I, I had to be in one place forever, it would probably be London. But if you told me I couldn't go back to New York ever, I wouldn't like
0: that. would you'd like be a that. bit upset. Yeah, 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 I wouldn't like that. Okay. Last
1: one.
0: Oh, oh, sorry. I've got 250 of them if you want. Um, What's... <laughs> Not on here. What yeah, idea, yeah, yeah, yeah. In my research. Yeah. In Um, in the mind. Yeah. What's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Uh, It
1: was enjoy the journey. It's quite hard to do that sometimes. I was going to say that ain't easy. Yeah. Yeah. But you should because no matter what you get where you want it to be, it might not Mm. have been what you thought it was. So you better enjoy the process.
0: (laughs) And are you enjoying your journey right now?
1: If I died tomorrow.
0: God forbid.
1: Yeah, you know, I would think I've had an interesting life and a full yeah. life. Mm. So yeah,
0: yeah yeah, we yeah. Say yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wendy Rose enjoyed her journey so far. Yeah. that's good. And let's see where it ends. And
1: let's see where it ends. see what
0: road you turn down next. Yes. Yeah. Brilliant. Something. Well, we're done.
1: Oh. 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 That's
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant.
1: Yay! Yay. Oh, I like yes. are
2: killing me now. <laughs> I know, I
0: must have been mic- the top of my legs a bit stiff. <laughs> cool. Thank you for listening to In Bed with Neil Moody. If you want to get in bed with me again and another of my guests, then you can subscribe to my podcast on all the regular platforms to ensure that you don't miss an episode. There are other episodes already available to listen to if you want to hear more straight away. Thanks for listening.